All right, so we've got another episode of Close to the Mark this week. I'm Charles. Corey here. And we're back uh, to preview the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam. Biggest party of the summer. Yeah. That's what we talked about the last show. Remember when I was saying there's a word that goes yeah. with that was spectacle or sport or whatever? Yeah, it's the party. Biggest, biggest party of the summer. It doesn't feel like it. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. It does not feel like I feel like the party part of it is definitely going to have to be more on the viewers than the show itself because there's not much that I am incredibly looking forward to. But with it being one of the big four, it has power to surprise. So, of course, I'm tuning in. I feel like SummerSlam traditionally has a feeling of having, like, monumentally important matches. <clears throat> and uh, and I feel like there's a lot on the card this year does, that doesn't have the feeling of, like, it's going to be a landscape changer. I think there's a couple matches that have the potential to set us up for that. But I think... Well, the problem I have is I always looked at SummerSlam as, like, a, mid, mid, like a mid-season finale. Uh-huh. That's how I looked at it. So... With the big after SummerSlam, you don't have anything to survive as far as big goals. Right. Actually, just medium, like Money in the Bank's like a medium one. It's like a break between WrestleMania and SummerSlam, and like so, I don't like the idea that there's the best case scenario from what I'm seeing is we have a good continuation potential for feuds, not definitive ends. Obviously, the main event should be a definitive end, but right. we'll get to that. But, but that's what I'm not looking forward to because I, I always like, think the end of the story should be at SummerSlam. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like in a sense, um, you know, there are a couple of matches that maybe have the potential to take us in that direction. But I don't know. I guess just because it's modern WWE, it feels like we get. Uh, we get matches that go for like four or five matches in a series between people. Nothing happened. And, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, we, we had uh, Gargano Ciampa before this weekend on NXT. Yep. And on the SummerSlam card, we have a whole lot of matches being featured that are the second match between these guys, the the third match between these guys, the fourth match between these guys. Exactly. Without getting too much in-depth, without really in any in-depth of the matches themselves, just a quick rundown. You got Brock, Lesnar, Roman, rematch. Yep. AJ and Joe is a rematch from TNT. I mean, TNA. Right. Alexa and Ronda is not a rematch. Right. Braun and Kevin Owens has happened a bunch it of times. It just happened in a cage. Yeah, it just happened in a cage. Mm-hmm. Rematch. Dolph Ziggler versus Seth. Rematch. Well, all you had to do was turn on TV on Monday, and you probably saw it any Monday for the last month. And pay-per-view. Yep. Carmelo versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch is not technically a rematch, but because, two, yeah, they have a triple threat. But individually, they've all faced each other. Yes. Shinsuke and Jeff. Rematch. Finn Balor. Why are they so keen on call, are putting Constable in there? Are, they, are we ever going to get an answer of what the hell happened there? That was really weird. Mm-hmm. How his character just to shift new. Yeah, somebody said, uh, well, okay, so Vince, Mc- Vince McMahon said, buddy, you're going bald. And <laughs> what? Yeah, and you, your, your, your hairline is creeping from your forehead to the back of your head. <laughs> yes. You're going to have to cut it. And Baron Corbin just doesn't, 
doesn't strike me as bald. Bald Corbin. Bald Baron Corbin. We can't be. We need something. We can't have kids searching searching BBC. They're gonna call you Bald Baron. Is that if they search BBC online, it's a bad look. We don't want BB. We want CC. We want. We need a C word. C word. We're gonna call you the C word, Corbin. I I don't know if that'll. (laughs) Standards and practices. Is it okay if we call him the C word, Corbin? Uh, Specifically, apostrophe, the C word, apostrophe, Corbin. 100% no. No? Who the fuck are you? Standards and practices. That'll be a $5,000 fine. Are you on my payroll? (laughs) Are you on my payroll? No, sir. Well, I would fire your ass. I I was expecting to be fired anyway. So I really can't call him that, though? Oh, oh, no, no, no. You have any other words that start with C by chance? Uh, almost any word that you can look up in the dictionary. That, well, throw one out at me. I don't got a lot of time. Uh, let's see. There's a... Uh, uh, Never mind. I thought of it. Constable. Constable Corbin. Cut your hair and get ready. Get your ass out there. Right. Do something about that uh, Do something about that tummy. Keep talking to people. And, <laughs> and that's how we avoided carpetbagger Corbin. <laughs> that's how we avoided being on CNN. Cather Cowboy Corbin. Exactly. So now we got Bludgeon Brothers New Day. Happened. Yeah. B Team vs. Revival. Happened. Yeah. Cedric Alexander vs. Drew Gulak. Uh, I believe I believe we've seen these two guys in the ring before, but it's a long time ago. I guess, you know, I can say this. Mm. They Dana Bryan in The done. Miz hasn't happened. Uh, it has. It has. But that was at the very beginning of Daniel Bryan's WWE career. Okay. So I don't think none of these none of these matches there is no way to organize the competitors in each one of these matches that they did not share a ring as opponents at one time. Oh, I mean I think you I think you definitely individual matches you can't. Mine is Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey. We've seen Carmelo versus Charlotte Flair. We've seen Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch, and we've seen Becky Lynch versus Carmella. Yeah, but I mean, I, so I think I, I think there's definitely some matches that could be happening uh, that would, you know, would certainly be less repetitive, more interesting. I mean, even the pre-show match of uh, Lana Rusev, uh, Almas, and Zelina Vega. Yeah, that's fresh. Except that the males have fought and the females have fought, so now we're just getting a mixed tag version of it. Good point. That was actually depressing. Yeah. Because I still like, I don't know if this is good mm-hmm. or bad for my man Andrade. Because, I mean, we were high on him. If you remember, it might have been our first show that we talked about him. Mm-hmm. And I'm high on him, man. Yeah. I hope they don't put a mask on him during matches. I hope if you need a new Alberto Del Rio, and I know it's questionable, but he's going to be it. He's very good. Very good. Zelina Vegas, super good. She's great at. at at doing interview segments for Seattle. And she's great at getting involved in the match. Great, too. great with like the flying head scissors in a match mm-hmm. and stuff like that. She's great at contributing to the match as a manager. Yes. So Lana, I don't think is. No. But Lana might distract Andrade with her looks. Yes. There might be a match. And then what will happen is Zelina will be like, oh, so you think she looks good. And now you have the classic girl feud. You have the classic Vince Macho Man guy feud mm-hmm. because you have Andrade distracted by Lana. Rusev is mad at Lana because she exposed himself to Andrade. Rusev's mad at Andrade because Andrade looked at his girl. Andrade's mad because he was distracted and because Lena's mad at him for 
Santa Lana. Right. Deep. Any chance that happens? Um, I'm talking full exposure. Oh. Uh, it happened. I saw, there was a clip I saw of a girl named Jacqueline. Yes. 100% exposure. Oh, I mean, that's definitely happened. I didn't know you were allowed to do that. Uh, well. Boobs. Yeah. Out. Yes. Wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. No blur. Yeah, they used to. They used to do no blur though, Charles. Yeah, I know. Now, Secret Life Television. Just in case any of you guys don't know, it's not actually live television. It's taped away. It's like ten seconds behind. Yeah, they could have blurred that out. Oh yeah, they could have cut the feed. They chose not to. Yeah, and I mean they were definitely doing a different product back then. But I mean, bring it back. Yeah. Well, so like wrestle with the plot and wrestle with the package. I've on, never heard of those. On Reddit, what are those? Those those are subreddits dedicated to uh, to what? To tantalizing photos of WWE superstars and other pro wrestlers. Really? Particularly when there are wardrobe malfunctions in ring, or or when there are very revealing angles and things along those lines. Wrestle with the package is a disgusting name. Well, to each his own. You know, some people, some people. Well, I feel like the name's gross, even if you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, let's move on. So, uh, <laughs> let's move so on. people have talked about the instances of, you know, unintentional wardrobe malfunctions. And there's certainly been some pretty extreme ones. Of I those. saw one with Stephanie McMahon took a pedigree. Took a pedigree and, and popped out. <laughs> yeah. What are the other ones? Uh, Off I, the cuff, top three unintentional wardrobe malfunctions all time. Both. Natalia tight split. Was pretty oh, darn. Yeah, that was that was that was rated R. That that was darn near X. Yeah, and certainly NC seventeen. Absolutely, yeah. I forgot about that one. That yeah. was unfortunate place to tear. Yes, yes, and uh, and 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 an interesting forgot about that instance man. of going commando, not Bad necessarily night. being the best call. And like this, like it, like came out. Yep. Um, okay. Stephanie one's got to be up there. That's that, a memorable one. Is that a memorable one? Oh, yeah. And the Jacqueline one, of course, like you said. That wasn't unintentional. Uh, unintentional. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, the logo, in, in, in terms of unintentional, like, this is literally why you could, you can Google, uh, you know, WWE wardrobe malfunction. You'll find there's a tremendous number of them. Yeah, I'm saying, what's your third most popular one all the time? Um, Natty's up there. I think Natty's got to be number one. Just because it might not be the most like popular sought up, just because it's natty. Right. But as far as the like what like, actually that's happened, that's pretty extreme. Yeah, that's the worst. I mean, I don't think you can do one worse than that. Charlotte's probably the third one when they actually pulled her old butt down. Yeah. Okay. So there was one. There was one. I think it was involving Nikolai Volkov, where like the whole meat and two veg came out during a pin. I just didn't think this would go the guy route. Well, I mean, you're asking me like most extreme Fair wardrobe malfunctions okay. of all time. Well, we applied everybody and no one's safe. Nikolai yeah. Volkov, we know what you did. Yeah, I mean, it's so that like it's three I, most intentional ones. Jacqueline's got to be one. Uh, uh, let's see. Was it? Uh, t I think it was Tammy Sitch, aka Sunny. Never heard of her. Uh, you don't know who Sunny is? Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it was her. Took a pile driver. From Tommy Dreamer in ECW, and that was an intentional commando taking of a pile driver. Oh, because her skirt on. Oh wow! So getting flipped upside down, skirt drops. Tommy Dreamer gravity right there too. Yep, face to face. <laughs> okay, number <clears throat> two. 
Yeah, that's gotta be number one. Um, okay. Two is Jacqueline. Yeah. Um, three. Intentional. Intentional. Uh, I mean, I could. If we're still playing the both sides of the fence game here, then I'm gonna say the the ladder match, Sean and Razor at WrestleMania 10, where Sean's climbing the ladder, and Razor Ramon to stop him reaches up and grabs his tights. Pulls the whole butt out and pulls pulls his tights down past his butt to stop him from climbing any higher. Did it? Did it go over the? Like if you can imagine if someone's a dude, and you, mm-hmm. there's something pushing up on the front of the pants that would serve as a natural barrier. But once something went a little too it far, didn't go in the front. It didn't go that. Far. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. In well, the back good. though, they came down all the way back. Yeah. Okay. So. We started the show off hot. Yeah. So that's how we... It's the biggest party of the summer, man. <laughs> and we party like rock stars here, man. So what do you want to see happen from this match? What do you? I, I want to see Andrade win, and I want the feud to be over. I, I, I would like to see that. I don't think that's... I don't think that's happening, though. I think there's some story to tell that they have planned with um, um, Adrian English. You think he gets involved? I think he definitely gets involved. I think he gets involved Aiden, too. Aiden English, not Aiden. Yeah, I just hope that no matter what, the feud's done afterwards. Yeah, I'd like to see Andrade and Zelina Vega move on to something a Bigger. little more high profile. Yeah. Um, although it, it feel I don't know, it feels like such a disappointment. It feels like Rusev has been in this mode of like they want to pull the trigger on him and do something with him, but then they don't. Didn't Rusev just wrestle for the heavyweight? He just main evented a pay per view. Yeah. And now Last he's, month. Now he's on the pre-show opener. Better than Bobby Lashley got. Yeah, Bobby Lashley also <laughs> just headlined a pay-per-view. Yeah, how do you how do you get how do you have a match that good with Roman Reigns and your reward is you know like that's what I'm talking about when you say that's what I mean when when you gotta give a little more credit like the Zach Rice situation and, and don't tell me that anyone can get it. You know, Vince always said, grab the brass ring. John Cena's like, anyone can do it. Yeah. You know, you can't, you mm-hmm. can't do it. John, Roman Reigns is the most high-profile full-timer in WWE. Mm-hmm. So to have a great match with him is the best thing you can do for your career in WWE. Should be. Should be. And Bobby Lashley did it. Mm-hmm. His reward is get taken off the card for the biggest part of the summer. We got nothing for you, pal. No, um, I would say <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he didn't come out on Twitter publicly enough to support Hulk Hogan in the recent. Uh, yeah, imagine not the recent criticizing of yeah. Hogan's. And apology. by the way, I'm put. I'm not sure how Charles and I feel the same way. I'm just putting mine out there. When mm-hmm. I read about Hulk Hogan's apology, and his apology wasn't "Don't say racist things." It's Watch, don't get caught. Don't get caught and watch who's listening. I am not comfortable with anybody knocking people not being okay with that. Because mm-hmm. you take like Titus O'Neil and all them, they were like, I'm not really in on that apology. Not much of an apology, yeah. Because all he did was say, Don't get caught. Don't get caught. Yeah. And then he said, You never know who's listening. Yeah. People, or maybe just don't say terrible things. And then you don't have to worry about getting caught. Yeah, and me, I mean, who would have thought that's an option? How about this? How about in terms of an apology? How about coming clean and saying that, like, regardless of the era that you grew up in and where you grew up, the world has changed. 
people have evolved you have not and you have a lot to do to make up to people who have seen you as a personal hero including black wrestlers who are in the locker room today yep like velveteen dream yep who have grown up idolizing you as the greatest wrestling champion of all time one of the most charismatic individuals in wrestling of all time just to find out you got nothing for him and and to hear you talk about black people that way like that's what you need to be apologizing for you need to try to repair the image of who you are as a person and quit with this you know idea that like there is hulk hogan the character and terry balea the person and hulk hogan shouldn't have to apologize for what terry balea said because hulk hogan's a character exactly and they're not the same person that's what even if you want to take that approach you need to understand that people did not see terry saying that they said they saw hulk hogan saying that they heard hulk hogan say it exactly and that's where the problem is because terry doesn't go terry doesn't get to go like out there in public and behave a certain way and then have hulk hogan show up the next day and not take accountability for any of that stuff exactly i mean that would be wonderful you know you know how many do you if i could just make an alter ego that i didn't have to be held accountable for i'd be rich a lot of people try to do that sort of thing and what they find is that when you try and lead two lives like that you try to you know go to work and hold things together and then as soon as the 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 time card flips and you're off you can go you know partake in any substances you want to yeah. uh engage in any kind of lifestyle you want to but because they're not actually split you realize what happens is eventually you go back to the other place and those actions have carryover exactly and that's what hulk hogan needs to realize so i'm not down with apology mm-hmm. i understand the idea of forgive but I don't, I'm not down with forgive, but forget. And that's it. So, well, and I think what, like at this point, what does he ask forgiveness for? For getting caught? Exactly. That's what I'm sorry that I said it when there was a camera on me. Yeah. I'm sorry that I was recorded saying that. Yeah. I wish they just wouldn't have recorded me. Like he was the victim. Yeah. And that's how he sees himself. Exactly. And that's crazy. And, and that's very disappointing too. Uh, you know, because it, it doesn't show, like no remorse any kind of yeah any kind of contrition no character nothing yeah or 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 perspective for the feelings of anyone who's not you exactly and that's it's what the so, biggest problem it's, is. it's the it's the level of ego and narcissism to only see how it's the like, negative consequences of your actions impact you and trying to make that a learning moment for other people how to like let me let me just tell you, brother. You can say this terrible stuff. Let me just tell you, brother. Camera. You can do whatever you want to do as far as your life because if you're like the hoaxer, you're a living god. And just like, grab them by the. Yeah. <laughs> just walk, Just do whatever you want to do. Just make sure that the consequences and the repercussions don't come back to bite you in the ass, brother. And if they do, just make sure make sure everyone understands. If they wouldn't have recorded me, this wouldn't have been a problem. And then get a good lawyer, brother. Real good, which he can afford. Yeah, by far. In any case, and then after that, we got the cruiserweight championship match. Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. Gonna be a good match. I'm excited for the match. I hope they give him time. It is a pre-show match. I'm hoping they get. Well, it's a two-hour pre-show, yeah. and there's only three matches. You would I'm, think they get all the time. I'm hoping they get some time. I, I, what I expect to happen 
honestly, I can see Gulak winning this. You think Cedric Alexander's run ends the Gulak? I here's what I want to happen. I want Cedric Alexander to win. I want Cedric Alexander to stay undefeated in 2018. But I think I don't know. I I feel like if I'm Vince McMahon and I have any input into uh, where that the people want to see someone they can relate to <laughs> fundamentally at the biggest party of the summer. Paul, it's that easy. Well, it's nothing to do with their in-ring work. Sure, he's great. But people like to identify with people it's easy to relate to. Drew's got to win, Paul. Drew's got to win. I I do feel like that you would say if there is a time to pull the trigger on Drew Gulak's character evolution in 205, this might be it. I mean, there there's an argument that could be made for why Gulak should win the title. Well, for sure. I mean, it's SummerSlam. Yeah. The only, I mean, it, that was that was a that was a cheap answer you just had though, Charles, because the only better time is WrestleMania. So of course now's the time. Well, so yeah. I mean, I just I do think like if Cedric wins which I would like to happen because I'm a huge fan of Cedric Alexander, then, um, you know, you probably have a, a little bit of an ongoing continuation on 205 with Gulak and Kendrick and Gallagher continuing to harass Cedric while we wait for a next number one contender. Mm -hmm. um, but on the other hand, the way they've played out that Cedric Alexander has been taking on number one contenders for months and continuing to win I would like to see him continue to win. So, um, what would I like? What would I like to see in this match? I'd like to see an awesome match that showcases the cruiserweights to the 700 people that are already in the arena for the pre-show. Nice. Oh, Probably more than 700. Yeah. 850. Okay. <laughs> and um, I hope those people become advocates and emissaries for 205 Live. And uh, this is bigger than that. I hope Cedric wins. Fair enough. I am indifferent about 205 Live. You guys know that. I want Cedric to win because I saw him at the live event, and I'm a fan of him. So let's go Cedric. We have the B team versus the Revival, last kickoff match. I want the Revival to win. I want the Revival to win because because the B team is not a real tag champion. Team. It's not a real tag team, and it hurts the tag team division mm -hmm. when you have a gimmick. Not a gimmick like a heel. heel when you have a face team that keeps winning – because of weird situations, it makes well, you the entire watch some of the you watch right. some of the G one, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so Toriyanu is the comedy character mm -hmm. in New Japan. Yeah. When he wins, he wins because like the match gets silly, and that's like what happens. Exactly. Like somebody slips and falls on a banana peel. Exactly. That's the B team. Exactly, and just makes the whole division look bad. Yeah, well, because Toriyanu is not the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> exactly. And to have these guys, to have the B team as the tag team champions, like where they should be is the very bottom of the Raw tag team division. Could they occasionally get a fluke win over an up-and-coming tag team so that you then have the opportunity for that up-and-coming tag team to murder them for the next couple weeks exactly. and establish that they really are better? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that would be a good spot for them on the card. Yeah, but the, that, that... Tag team champions? No. no. I'm done. So after that, you have the Bludgeon Brothers New Day. Uh, I think they booked themselves into a corner with Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I, I, I. Okay, here's 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 the problem with this match for me. 
I could care less about the New Day becoming five-time tag team champions. They let you know five-time, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think maybe there's like one moment that you could play up on a pre-show, a fun moment where Booker T and the New Day have their five-time, 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 five-time moment. Yeah. You could have Booker and the New Day do something fun with five-time. Problem is, um, I, I like New Day enough. I like the individual characters of New Day enough that I want to sing a singles push. Mm-hmm. I have zero interest in the Bludgeon Brothers because they're actually a generic team. I I would love I would love to have interest in the Bludgeon Brothers, but I feel like make it impossible. You make it impossible because we have done more character development for the Bludgeon Brothers on this show yep. than WWE has ever done. The extent of the character development is they walk with a hammer. They walk with a hammer and they never use it. Masks. And masks. Well, no, those are recycled masks. Yes. They just added a, a vent on them so they can breathe better in them. That's what they learned. Shiny play. suits? Shiny is... Shiny might not be the right adjective. Okay. I would say grungy suits. Okay. And a plastic hammer. Yep. And that's it. They don't talk. Yeah. And... Um... They don't talk. I don't think they talk, actually. The most interesting... They know words because they're on Twitter. Yeah. The most interesting thing their character does is when Luke smacks the bejeez out of Eric to hype him up. That's the most interesting thing that Luke does. Yeah, and I mean, like, throwing jobbers around on TV and, like, doing being violent about it is all well and good. But I don't want characters on my TV that aren't actually characters that are just costumes exactly that's they're, what they are they're, they're just costumes, costumes not characters that's perfectly put yeah those are costumes not characters 100 percent. right and i want to see a story about like what's going on with these what's guys what's going on why do they care about keeping the tag team titles exactly. like, why, why did tna have a you're deep in the woods match that was actually decent but the bludgeon brothers can't yeah, and why, like, why in the long and storied history of the Wyatt family has their compound been burned down? Uh, they've they've been taken out anytime they've tried to accomplish anything as single stars. As mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like, they keep splitting up and coming back together as a tag team. The same tag team. They keep splitting up, coming back together as hillbillies. Yeah. Like uh, none of this stuff. If I'm Luke and if I'm Luke, if I'm Luke and Eric Rowan, I am. <clears throat> I'm asking for a match with the tag team champions. I am breaking the rules and beating them. Full on shoot. Then I'm shaving my beard the next day. And what I hope would have to happen is that angle would be too big for me to get fired. But because I shaved my beard. The writing team would have to go a different direction. I would. I, how amazing would it be if the Bludgeon Brothers came out this Tuesday, clean shaven with haircuts, in street clothes, and said, "We and were possessed, wooed, whatever." Said anything? Yeah. Give them a microphone and we just snapped say, "Snapped out of it." Yeah, I don't care if you do a beaver cleavage angle and mm-hmm. say we're tired of the gimmick. Yeah, Bray Wyatt had a spell on us. We don't remember the last four years, but this is who I am. Yeah. And I apologize for whoever you thought I was. That wasn't real. 
Let them reset. They need a reset. They need a new gimmick. They gotta get rid of the costume. Yeah. I, if, what I expect happens. What I hope happens is Bludgeon Brothers win quickly. New Day breaks up. Um, not in a heel fashion. They just say, you guys, I was thinking about it. I don't really care that much about five-time championships of a tag team because I want us to be five times world heavyweight champions, five-time intercontinental, five-time U.S. And they go on their separate journeys as friends to win. I would like that. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I would like to see <clears> – I would like to see – if the New Day wins the titles, I would like to see the Bludgeon Brothers, like, talk, say something. Give me an explanation about what's going on with your characters, why you think you lost the match, and what your plan is for what's next. Yeah, me, and I don't, kind of I don't need to see him on talking smack. I don't need to see him on the, the after show. Just mm. give him a microphone, man. So next up, we have Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. I, I don't nothing. care. I don't care. I got nothing. I yeah. don't care who wins. I, this is the worst. The worst part about this to me is that they've made me not care about Finn Balor. Exactly. Well, I'm not that as high as Finn Balor as you, but I'm much higher than mm-hmm. Baron Corbin. I don't care. So. I don't like. I I actively dislike Baron Cor- Constable Corbin as like you dislike him like a heel. No, I don't you? like. I don't like. I oh, don't enjoy him as a performer. Okay. Um, and I think Finn Balor could be much better used. Uh, oh, I expect oh, oh, I paperweight could be better used. I expect Finn Balor to win. I expect Finn Balor to win, probably in a roll-up, and hopefully Baron Corbin gets fired from his constable position because of it and is relegated to NXT. Yeah. After that, we got Shinsuke versus Jeff, which had potential to be actually a good match. Not in any means like steal the show, but good match. I This is one of the things where I think this is one of those matches that has the potential to be an angle ender and help us move on to different directions for the characters. Agreed. Because I expect Shinsuke to retain, but I think where we go from here is Randy Orton challenging for the title. I agree. I And I think Jeff, I think, I think Vince is high enough on Jeff that he sees him as a top star. I think. And I think this can get him there, especially with Matt probably being done. So I, I expect think, Shinsuke to win and Jeff to move on. And I would love to see Matt, who can no longer take an in-ring role, come to SmackDown to help Brother Nero become champion again. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'd be. I think. I think what I hope to see is Matt Hardy being what Bray Wyatt should have been. Yeah, as far as a manager. All right. So after that, we had Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. I mean, this is one of the. So this is let one me, of the matches. Let me call top real quick, sure, sure. real quick, because this is what I've been waiting to say for a long time. Uh huh. You heard it here. Well, you might not. I think you heard it here first. It's going to be the hypest promo video, maybe ever. Yeah, it's going. Crowd is going to be red hot. Red hot for this match. And the promo video that happens before the match uh-huh. is going to be up there in lines with the monster one from Daniel Bryan WrestleMania. It's going to be up there with a. What's some of the other good ones there's been? The John Cena, Sam Punk ones. It's going to be up there. Yeah. The boys bring their A game. They got their A-listers on that. This is one of those times where it's like, this match should be for a title. Well, yeah, I agree. But the problem is the hype is not going to lead up, is not going to live up to the quality of the match. Um, oh, I think it's going to be one of the best matches of the night. Because of the hype or because if you listen to it on mute, do you think you would say that? I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be absolutely intense. 
I think you're going to see, I think you are going to see more aggression than you're used to from Miz. I think you're going to see brawling into the crowd. Oh, I agree 100%. I think you're going to see them. They're going to play into the NXT training yeah. part. They're going to play into I think you're going to see the steel steps are going to be involved in this match. Yep. Brawling in the crowd is going to be involved in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, I if think- Miz wins, it's going to be with Daniel Bryan's submission. Uh, I, I I could see Miz winning. I don't I don't see Miz winning. I see I see Miz potentially winning this match. Clean, clean. Wow. I mean, as clean as it can be in a match that it involves lots of rule breaking. Well, I mean, it's there's no stipulation though. It's not. A, no, but I mean, I still expect guys to get thrown into the steel steps and brawl into the crowd, and I, I still expect to be this. I I still expect the match to be kind of haywire, but I think the ref will let it go. You ready for? Here's my hot take. If there is going to be a surprise signee, there to be a surprise new addition to the roster. It's going to happen during this match. That's a good call, actually, because that could that could that could do a lot uh, as Both far as calling ways. somebody up. Yeah, not maybe not even call up. If they sign Kenny Omega, he's getting involved during this. Well, I don't think it's Kenny Omega. I'm yeah. just saying, not specifically call up. If there's going to be a surprise new person to change the landscape of WWE is going to happen during that match there. Yeah. Problem problem with that is that I think the biggest high-profile name I can think of as a recent signee would be Matt Riddle, who... Not not big enough for that. Well, he appeared at NXT TakeOver last night. Yeah, means he'll be on NXT in about six weeks. Yeah, but... But I'm saying, I'm saying, if it's going to happen, that's when it's going to happen. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think that could be really... I still think it's a slim chance. But if it's going to happen, because then you got Miz TV that's going to show up on. Yeah. Everyone hates seeing Daniel Bryan gets boned because that's just the line they run with him. And plus, it keeps Daniel Bryan away from the WrestleMania main event for a little bit longer. You know? And that's always been his goal. Yeah. Next up, the pinnacle of I don't care. Carmella, Charlotte, Becky Lynch. Um, the match is going to be trash. Yeah, this is what everybody, everybody's got the same prediction for this match, which is that uh, Charlotte and Becky work a pretty good match together, and at the end of the match, Carmella throws one of them out of the ring, pins the other. Correct. Um, if I had to bet my life savings on an, on an outcome, outcome yeah. that's the that's what I would pick right there. Yeah, because that or Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns clean in eight minutes, because I learn from the television, and once you see the same thing five times, you know I saw the sunrise. Probably coming up again tomorrow. Probably coming up again tomorrow. Yeah. So after that, now we get to the good ones. Okay. We got Dolph versus Seth. We got Drew McIntyre and Dean Ambrose. I'm going to start with the con, and then we'll go to the pro. The con I have with racist Dean Ambrose, looking racist as he gets, all right, which is fine because I still dig him, all right, is I don't like that they brought him back and just immediately – Put the dirty deeds on Drew McIntyre, like Dean Ambrose, is that high profile? But that's, I mean, like they had to. It's the first time, and it's the first time they've shown anything stopping Drew McIntyre. Exactly. I just don't think it should be Dean Ambrose because they're building up Drew McIntyre. I mean, Drew McIntyre looks the role to be at the top. I don't think he has any business there, but he looks the role. And we know with Vince, looking that role is important. Mm Mm-hmm. So the fact that Dean just came back from injury and just bodied what is arguably, if you had to do power rankings, number four. But let's be honest. Brock, Roman, 
Braun Drew. Dean Ambrose took a page from the Triple H book of being injured. Come back hot. Come back twice as big. He did come back big. Um, come back, you know, with Whoa. a different haircut and a slightly different facial hair situation. Yes, and much wider shoulders. Wider everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, well, except for test. Steroid strength goals. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that's the good, I mean, that's the one positive about being injured in the WWE climate is that. Uh, come back bigger. In case you didn't know this, folks, steroids help you get more muscle mass when you're training because steroids help your muscle tears heal faster. Which makes you bigger. Which, yes, which allows you to train harder and build more muscle and recover more quickly between workouts. And, let's and you when work you're out hurt, more. you don't have to take the tests. Well, when you're hurt, you can actually get a prescription for steroids to help the injury recover quicker. So um, prescription steroids are not illegal. Illegal steroids are non-prescribed steroids. Those are the ones Jim Hall took. If I get, if I get, if I get a muscle tear uh, and, and I go to the doctor and I say, this is like the sixth time I've torn a muscle in my back in the last year. The doctor might say, I'm going to put you on a low-dose steroid, and I recommend you start doing some activity to try and strengthen those back muscles. Yep. That's just me getting a prescription for steroids to help me prevent further injury. Exactly. That's, that's, that's nothing wrong about that. And if I take a urine test and it comes up with steroids, I'm going to show my written prescription for it. Problem solved. So Dean Ambrose benefited from his injury. He, like I said, he took a page from the game. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the match itself. I'm hoping Dolph Ziggler wins because you know me. Yeah, and I think I, I, I don't see. I, I want to win clean. I don't see a benefit. It's not going to be a clean. I, but here, here's what I say about clean though. I want Drew and Dean. Any, I don't want Drew to touch Seth. I don't want Dean to touch Dolph. I want those two to duke it out. What if Dean touches Seth? Well, I think the heel turn is, is would be the second biggest, minus the Carmelo, Carmelo sneaking in and getting the win. The Dean heel turn is the second most probable outcome that I would bet my life savings on. Because you don't shave someone's head like that if you want him to be a face. He doesn't look like a baby face right now. No. Which is weird because he literally shaved almost more baby face than he used to be. He just got a little gold teeth now, don't he? No, no, but the difference is, so he used to have the really long hair. Yeah, the super long hair. Is too and thin. he had, like, a, like a, more than a 5 o'clock shadow. Yeah, exactly. He had, like, hobo stubble. Yeah, now it's long, long hair, hobo stubble. Now it's short hair, and he's actually got a medium-length beard. Exactly. Not a baby. Not a baby face. Well, it looks like a heel. Yes. He looks like a skinny Kevin Owens. I was going to say he looks like a, he looks like a, how Vince McMahon would prefer... Um, Bobby Roode looked. Yeah. Fair enough. In any case, I expect Seth Rollins to win. I you expect Seth to win? I ex I do not expect Seth to win this match. I expect Seth to win it. I think I think uh, Dolph's the champ. Seth is chasing, but I think some think they're going catch. in different directions. I think two 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 options. I think no matter who wins, put it like this: whoever loses, their partner. Is turning on them, and that's going to be the new feud. And I don't think that's going to be Dolphin Drew. I think they're going to want to push Drew sooner rather than later. You call Drew up, you pair yourself with Dolph just because he's a gatekeeper, whether it will be gatekeeper as far as beating him, 
gatekeepers are learning from him. Doesn't matter. He's a gatekeeper. If I'm Dolph Ziggler and I've just recently signed a, a pretty big new contract with WWE like a year ago, and Vince McMahon calls me up today and says, Dolph, I've, I've had some ideas. And uh, you remember how I put that Intercontinental Championship on you? Well, I'm burying you again, pal. I'm burying you again, pal. I'm going to need you to send Drew to the top <laughs> for me. I just, I, that's, a, that's such a disappointing. If that's where we go from here is that Drew McIntyre murders Dolph Ziggler and then presumably Drew. I want to say Drew and Braun team up after that. Well, I don't see that. I don't see that. It won't happen, but I like it. Yeah. But that's I, I, I think Dolph's going to win. Hope you're right. Hope you're right. Now, this matchup is the most intriguing one as far as what it means goes, I think. Braun versus Kevin. Winner gets the briefcase. But even if you win via disqualification, you still get the briefcase. Yes. And that's important because that's Christian and Randy Orton with the aggression and working for him. Now, he can also win by countout. Kevin can? Yes. He can win the briefcase by countout. I just don't think that's very reasonable. I mean, he might handcuff him. He might handcuff him because we've seen that before. The other, generally, you don't see handcuff on takeover and the same thing the on. The other thing that they've done is that recently Braun has somewhat terrorized Constable Corbin and Finn Balor mm-hmm. as well as Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. He's a bully. But I don't see Corbin and Balor getting involved to help take the briefcase away. If their match is exceptionally short, then if if the Baron Corbin Finn Balor match is really short, but I see it. If not, no. If I, I, if, I if what we got was a new Balor club with Kevin Owens and Corbin joining Finn Balor. Uh, well, it could be an interesting direction. Gals and Anderson sacrificed so much for so little. They're still on the raw brand, so I feel like, you know. Yeah, but golly, they had a good thing going for them over in Japan. Yeah, they did. All right, so. Tag team chase. I want Kevin Owens to win. I do too. But I have to show you. I never wanted Braun. I, I said from the beginning, the, yeah. the one thing I wanted was uh, Braun Strowman and the briefcase a million miles away from each other. Agreed. But the situation that I have read about on a squared circle that I would be so okay with is Roman Brock match calls off immediately before their once they're saying in this match is for the Universe Championship, Braun music hits, Braun walks out with the briefcase, and then Paul Heyman does a little strut behind Braun, and Braun is the new Paul Heyman guy. He's cashing in the briefcase before the match even starts, destroying them both, winning the title. Paul is now a weekly member of Raw. Braun has the belt. Roman gets screwed. I think that timeline to finish SummerSlam, as long as the match is still good, is the very best case scenario out of every option. I love that idea, except I want... Strowman then to cash in after the match? No. I would be fine with Roman beating Lesnar for the title and then Braun coming to cash in. You already saw that. Well, James did that. But here's the thing. At SummerSlam. Strowman has lost clean to Lesnar and to Reigns. 
Mm-hmm. So the idea that you but would he has Paul Heyman now, who's smarter. Yeah, going to tell him, so if you're Braun, get out here. If you're smarter, then you say, wait until these two have killed each other. No, because they also want to establish dominance. If you're smarter, but he's not, you say, let those two brutalize each other, and you come in and finish them off. I get what you're saying. I just don't. I think what you're saying makes the most sense as far as if it was real, what would I do? But if it was real, Braun can't tip over an ambulance. If yeah. it was real, he doesn't crash a semi truck into him. As far as making Braun look the most dominant you possibly can and have the most intriguing long term storylines, that's the way to do it. Yeah. No advantage. He's a face and a heel simultaneously. It is the guy that I talked about on our show that's, at that point. He's a true tweener at that he's point. He's a tweener. Yeah. He's neutral. He doesn't. It's not personal. He doesn't care. He'll kill anybody. That's working towards what I dreamed about on when we remember when we talked about yeah. that. So that's what I really want to have happen. I don't think it will. That would be a, an awesome SummerSlam because Vince McMahon has a way of taking the best idea and throwing it away. Well, and I think it's the best idea, which means that the bottom is trash. We'll see. We're only a few hours away. Yeah, if all of us pretend like it's not our idea, maybe he'll do it. Yeah. So, Roman wins clean. Roman wins clean. <laughs> all right. Alexa Bliss, Ronda Rousey. There's going to be some tomfoolery. Is that the right word? Yeah. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Zero. There is. If there is no shenanigans in here, I think that Hulk Hogan tape was fake, and it was someone implanted the audio, and he actually loves black people. The uh, the 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 thing that scares me about this match because I I love Ronda Rousey, um, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Ronda win the match and the belt. Me uh, too, man. Um, I don't see. I think they can do it. Women's matches have a lower bar than men's matches, but people rate what a women's needs, match should do through the goggles of men's matches. She only needs to defend once a month. Once a month. She can practice her matches with whoever her opponent is. She exactly. can have good matches. She'll get better in the ring. Um, eventually, when you're ready, you can take the belt off of her. If you feel like that needs to be in two months' time, that's fine. Um, if you want to do it at Survivor Series, if you want to do it at... I think if you're truly doing a woman's revolution, right? If you're truly doing it, and we know Brock Lesnar's character is important because he went to UFC and won. Like, WWE has not shied away with pretending it's real 100%, mm-hmm. which means a resume of UFC dominance is very strong in WWE. Right. Like, so to not have Ronda Rousey just body this girl immediately, yeah. I don't think you're actually charging towards a woman's evolution. And Alexa, Alexa Bliss, like, calls Ronda Rousey a rookie, and I look at, like... Alexa Bliss's entire match history, and I ask, can anybody show me one instance of Alexa Bliss kicking ass in a WWE ring? No. So, no. yeah, I want Ronda Rousey to win this I match. want Ronda Rousey to win this match. If she loses, it's because of Tom Fury. Hopefully and it's not James the, Ellsworth. The worrying thing about it, though, is that you have um, already announced for the Ele- Evolution pay-per-view. Trish Stratus, Alexa Trish Bliss. Stratus versus Alexa Bliss. And Card is subject to change. Sure. And well, WWE has gone great lengths to hide the true result. Remember when it was Dolph Ziggler versus Miz for a career versus belt? And, like, they, they said the winner is going to be on a – what was it? Winner is going to be on USA Today or something like that. 
right? They they had a USA Today put in, you know, on the TV Guide channel when it's the synopsis, mm-hmm. when it's the preview, they had them put that The Miz was going to be on the show. Like, they've gone a lot of lengths before to keep to keep people, keep the, the, the veal over people's eyes. Right. And that might be that. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. Next up, we got what I think is going to steal the show. AJ Samoa Joe. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, even in 2018, I think uh, we're going to see, we, this could potentially be AJ Styles' best WWE match yeah. ever. This, if, if, I had to, if I had to take everything and bet on what had the best chance of being a five-star match, Absolutely. This is Rumpel Mumble. Yeah. This what, is Rumpel Mumble. Yeah. These guys are, they've had time to grow even more since their historic matches against each other in the past. Yep. They've both, in some ways, <clears throat> although they've both slowed down a step or two, <clears throat> in certain ways they've they've both gotten better too. Exactly. I mean, I mean, they went, <clears throat> they went less, they went less dive, more psychology. I prefer that life. Yeah. So, um, the one, the one thing about like this match is that I like I just hope because Joe is a little bit bigger than he was before, yeah. and I think Styles he's not is, bigger than Brock Lesnar. No, it but he's, Styles done that. He's <clears throat> Styles maybe a little bit more gun shy to do some of the insane flying around that he did before too. I just I hope it doesn't become a, a match of like every time Joe takes over it just becomes choking him out and stopping the action. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Hope, I hope that we get a really good work rate. I do think we will. I think I will. want to see if you remember AJ Styles Brock Lesnar match. Mm-hmm. I still say that was Brock Lesnar's best match since his return. And I would say it's AJ Styles not best match as far as in-ring work and wrestling goes, but as far as storytelling and overall product goes, I think that was his best performance. I don't think it was his best match, I think it was his best performance. So what I want to see happen is I want to match built just like that, characters built just like that but not be so one-sided with moments of AJ and have more 50-50 with up and down for both sides. Who's your prediction for who leaves with the title? I think Samoa Joe leaves with that belt, man. I think Samoa Joe's our new champion. I think Samoa Joe leaves with that belt, and that will make SmackDown must-watch TV because I like a Samoa Joe promo over an AJ Styles promo. I also think it will tell the story of of Styles being conflicted about how much of an obsession he puts into becoming champion again. Exactly. I mean, did you see that letter from yeah. his wife? The Wendy Styles letter. Was Brutal, it. man. Yeah. Like, oh, those the, those guys can do so good. So, like, it's crazy to think that the same people can do so good and so bad simultaneously. You know? Like, the same writers that can do mm-hmm. something so good also say, let's put someone in a cheeseburger mm-hmm. suit and have Mojo Rawley be them. Yeah. It's crazy that, oh, any case, here we are. The main event. Hopefully not, but let's not kid ourselves. I mean, we're, we're looking at the ranking on WWE.com. And yeah, but this board is not right. It's not good. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe is not going before Brock Lesnar on the rank. No, but there's like, it's, you it's know. It's at the top. What's at the top of the card? I imagine the top one is going to be the main event, and the bottom ones are going to be the kickoff show. The ones in the middle are a little more variable. Yeah. But it's going to go on last. Uh, I probably will turn off the television if they start their walk to the ring at 10.50 p.m. 
I will be intrigued if they start the walk at 10.25. I will be very intrigued if they start at 11.05. I think the last scenario is the most likely. Um, I think that would be intriguing. I just... Uh, if Brock Lesnar wins in eight minutes, I'm canceling my WWE Network subscription for the rest of that day. I can't be the guy that just says the last the last 20 minutes of the day, he will have no access <laughs> to the replay. Well, no, because it will just let my month play out before it recharges oh, yeah. me. So. I tend say, to be, let's be honest. You're going to cancel the network. It's immediately going to send you an offer for three free months. Except You'll be back in business. I'll be back in business. Um, I don't expect a good match. They haven't had a good one since their first WrestleMania match. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I believe this is actually match five. We got WrestleMania. We got next WrestleMania. We got Greatest Royal Rumble. And this is four. I I feel like there's one more that is like was the triple threat that WWE kind of counts as them being in a match together. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's uh, other than the the intriguing Braun Strowman scenario you mentioned of Paul Heyman aligning himself with Strowman cashing in. Um, I mean, it makes sense with the turn on Roman. I mean, help Roman just to turn on Roman, just to try to try to swerve you a little bit to reinforce his alignment with Brock to make it surprising when he goes to Braun. Yeah. You know, but if anything other than that, then I think it's going to be disappointing. There is no scenario. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. what I would say. My exact words would be that there's not a satisfying outcome to this match uh, where one of these two guys just wins the championship in the SummerSlam main event. Because if if Roman Reigns wins... Awesome, he's one and four. He got lucky. He finally got a win over Brock. Keyword, a win. Yeah. Not is better. Yeah, no, he just... He got a win. Yeah, he's... he's he has one W and a whole bunch of L's. Yep. And the only reason, presumably, then that we don't get Brock making his rematch, uh, saying, hey, what about the rematch clause in my contract, is that he's got a UFC fight to go do, and he doesn't care about the the Universal Championship. Exactly. So if that's the case... And when he does return, it's, well... You I, lost one. I lost one match. What, how many did I win? Exactly. You got to keep going against me when I was 3-0 against you. Isn't it reasonable that if you're 1-3 against me, I get 1-2? Which just puts us back into Roman. Somebody drive. held up a sign that said uh, Roman's feet hit the floor first, which we've actually demonstrated on this show in a replay that was not the case. It wasn't the case. Brian his, actually did win. His foot never did touch the nope, floor. It was up on the apron the whole time. Which is sad because it actually does discount Roman's character work if they made a if point you're to lying, happen that If you're way. the baby face and you're lying about what actually happened in the match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or if they told him that they were going to try to run this controversy angle, uh-huh. all you got to do is Brock's land the cage, you put your feet on the floor. Make sure you, yeah. It's the only thing you didn't do, dude. Yeah. He you literally put that on the apron. Like, yeah. It looked like it was intentional. Yeah. And so, your foot was up in the air. Yeah, when, super when, in the air. When Brock, seven seconds later, rolled off the cage yeah. and onto the floor and like, won. You both had a solid 10 seconds. To, to just go ahead and win. To go ahead and win. Yeah. Not even. And you just hit a spear on him. The back of his head hit the floor oh. outside. Yeah. 
you allowed him enough time to win the match legitimately. Exactly. So if Roman wins, there's a whole slew of problems with continuity, power levels. And the fact that most of the WWE Universe does not want to see him as the Universal exactly. Champion. Now, if Brock wins... Same story. Exact same story. <laughs> most of the WWE Universe for, does not want to see him as the Universal Champion. Correct. And, of course, Roman's going to be against them eventually anyway. So now he's 4-0 against them, but we're still going to have to listen to him. Talk about fighting him. And I'll say the one reason I like your idea better uh, as far as how the match goes of Strowman cashing in and getting involved on with Paul Heyman in his corner. The one thing I don't want either is for Roman to win the title and Kevin Owens to cash in and take the belt from him at the end of SummerSlam. If Paul Heyman was aligned with Kevin Owens, I'd be okay with that too. Uh, I just think like... I'm just tired of, I'm tired of SummerSlam cashing. I think I think I would look at that finish and say, "Great, Kevin Owens is the Universal Champion, and I have a really strong suspicion that Roman Reigns is going to be his main challenger for the Universal Champion." Better than Brock versus Roman, but it's just this: the Roman Reigns never goes away story, which is the John. That's Cena, happening no matter what. It's the John Cena story. It's the Triple H story, and it's just like, but that's happening no matter what. No one can do about it. So you think if Braun cashes in and crushes Roman and Brock, and he's the Universal Champion. He's the Paul Heyman guy. Next pay-per-view, we got Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Yep, and I think I think Braun destroys him again and hurts him. And then, Braun, then Roman is gone until WrestleMania. And at that point, I think people would be okay with Roman beating Braun. If, 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 if Braun I think at this him. point, at this point, any scenario you dream up that results in in the people being okay with Roman Reigns' coronation is ridiculous. It's it's diluted. Yeah, I agree. Because, but I mean, this is all we got to work with. So, with working with what we got, we don't really have pre prime ingredients. So we need to expect a meal that's not prime either. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna have some really fun matches. There's yeah. gonna be. There's gonna be some stuff. Like no matter what, when we're talking about guys like uh, Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan and The Miz and Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, like we're gonna have yeah. some fierce work rate and some great, awesome wrestling exactly. matches. No matter how you slice it, the show hasn't even started. Doesn't the pre-show doesn't start for about three and a half hours? I'm already putting this in the must-watch category. Yeah. So the card is un, is. The card is underwhelming for SummerSlam. It's great compared to these past pay-per-views. Well, I'm I, I think I'm excited for it. Too. I uh, I'm looking forward to some of these matches a lot. Biggest part of the summer. Looking forward to seeing how a lot of this stuff goes. Um, special announcement for everybody who's downloading and listening to this episode this afternoon. Go to Facebook.com slash CTTM podcast to tune in to a live Close to the Mark broadcast on Facebook during SummerSlam. We'll be here. We're going to have our own SummerSlam house party going on where we will live commentate the entire event. And we're not pointing the screen at the show. Get your own subscription. Yeah. So just officially for the record, we will discuss what is happening live during SummerSlam. We will not be broadcasting a, a pay-per-view event on Facebook Live. That is a leak. Um, but uh, we will be covering uh, that and more. You'll also be able to follow our reactions on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash CTTM podcast. We're live tweeting too. And if you've got anything you want to throw out there for the show, uh, send us an email, post the mark podcast at gmail.com. Yep. So that's it for SummerSlam. That's we'll it for there. the pre-show. We'll see you live in a few hours on Facebook.
We're committed to this, guys. We'll see you soon. All right.